We'll read just a few verses here. So Paul is talking about the many gifts of the Spirit of God, the gifts that are in the church. And you know, he he talks and, and he says this, that verse number four, now there are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are difference of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So we'd like to think along this line. You're adding two men in this congregation to be of help and benefit and to help the pastor, to help the church. But you know, the whole body, the whole body and I mean the body of this church, and you know, we could say individually, but I see lots of different churches representative. So, what brings us together? What is it that can bring us all together to build this body, that this body would function as it should? So as we think about that, you know, there's an expectation that these men would be filled with the Holy Spirit. What about for me? What about for you? What about for the rest of the congregation? Is there an expectation for the rest of the church? Should the rest of the church be under that same leadership? So according to what Paul says, there is a variety or there's different divisions of gifts, but it's the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, different services, different... You know, that word there means a waiter. There's something that you in this church can do for the church. Everybody, aren't you glad that everybody doesn't have the same job? But everybody has a job that is saved, that is born again, that's in the church. There is a job for you to do. There is a job for each one of us. So Paul goes on to say, and there are diversities of operations. So we're going to see with all of this giving out, with everybody having a different job, the whole body can function. So, you know, you think about you individually as a body. There's a head. Everything in the body is controlled by the head, right? So Christ is the head of the body. And the church is the body, is the outworkings of Christ. But you know, now you think about this. And I, I, I'm, I'm no scientist and no doctor. But there's a pathway from the brain, from the head, to my hand. And there is a connection that goes from the head down the spinal column that goes out and triggers these muscles to make them work. So the head, Christ being the head, what brings about the workings in the body? The Holy Ghost must bring about the workings of the body. So, you know, if you read it from a doctor's perspective... It's called neurons. So, you know, I'm an electrician. I can think of it that way. 
If I'm going to make that fan turn, I tell you, there's got to be a connection between the power source. You know, you can go all the way to Lake Julian if you want to, but it's got to be connected. And the Holy Ghost is the connector that brings the will of God uh, brought about and brings about that work and that fruition of the will of God brought about in the body. So there is, there has to be a pathway and a working of the Holy Spirit. That's not only for the deacons, that's not only for the pastor, but that's for everybody that's in the body. If you're a part of the body, I, I, I say this, if my finger doesn't work, if that is cut off somehow, you know, I could have a finger and it not work or function. What would be wrong? I tell you, it would be the nervous system. It would be some part of the nervous system. If I've got a finger and you can see it, and I can get a hold of it and I can move it, but I tell you, if it's not connected by the workings of the Holy Spirit, then it does not function as it ought to. So I want you to look with me. If you could bear with us just a, just a few minutes, I'd like to look in 1 Kings and 2 Chronicles. And Solomon is building the temple. So as you think about this, I'm going to read in Second Chronicles first. And I'll just say this to just try to bring it along. David made much preparation for the house of God. And Solomon come along, and Solomon had to do more work. There was more work to be done. So, listen to this verse. So Solomon sends to Hiram, the, the king of Tyre, in Second Chronicles chapter number 2, verse number 7. Send me now, therefore, a man cunning to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, and in iron, and in purple, and crimson, and blue, and that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem, whom David my father did provide. Now Solomon has got great provisions already brought about by David. Solomon says, I need help. I tell you, though David the father made great provisions... Though Solomon the son. You know what Solomon's going to do? Solomon is going to buy the rest of the provisions to build the house of God. I believe that David brought provisions in by warring. David brought provisions in by conquering the Moabites, by conquering the Philistines, by conquering the Canaanites. David brought great gold, great iron, uh, uh, wood, and, and brought uh, 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 even great stones. And that was done. And you know, this house that is built, you can read it, it's in the book, you can read it. Most of this house is built for, from materials outside of Israel. It's not built by materials that was in Israel, but built by materials that were outside of Israel. Now Solomon says, I need wood, Hiram. I need you to send me cedar and fir. And I need you to send me a man. David got a plan 
from God. The Word of God says that God gave it to him by the Spirit. And he wrote it down and pinned it down. Must have handed it off to Solomon. And Solomon's got the plan. Solomon's got all of this workings. He's got all of this gold that the Father provided. He's got all of these workmen. He's got cunning men. He's got great men. He's got uh, knowledgeable men. He's got all of this. But I tell you, there's got to be somebody to put this together. And you might think, well, now Solomon can put it together. Well, I tell you, if Solomon could put it together, I wonder why did he send down to Hiram and say, send me a cunning man. Send me a man that is able. I tell you what, uh, this uh, man that Hiram sent, this man is going to put the glory on the house of God. This man is going to do the greatest work. This man is going to do the work that requires the most skill, the most knowledge. And friend, you, you, you talk about a man. Listen, now you heard what Solomon asked for. A cunning man in gold and silver and brass and iron purple and crimson and blue, a man that it can grave with cunning uh, the men that are with me in Judah. So he's got men that are cunning. The church, ladies and gentlemen, have men and women that can do great works. But I tell you, there has to be someone to put it all together. Uh, David has made preparation. Solomon has made preparation. And David through the wars and overcoming the enemies. And you know what he said? He said, Solomon, uh, you're going to be in a day of peace. I'm going to have conquered the enemies. You're going to be a man of peace. It's going to be a time that you can build. And I tell you, even with all of that, with all of the enemies conquered, a friend here is Solomon asking, for help uh, from the outside. And friend, Solomon asked for this man. And I'd like for you to just listen what Hiram sent to him. Verse number 11, 2 Chronicles chapter 2, verse, verse number 12. Hiram said, moreover, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel that made heaven and earth, who have given to David a king, the king a wise son, endued with prudence and understanding, that he might that might build an house for Lord, an house for his kingdom. What's he building? I tell you, he's building a place for the presence of God. He's building a place for the glory and the worship of God. But listen, what what's what's he sending? I have sent now. I now have I sent a cunning man endued with understanding of Hiram, my father's. Now that may sound a little funny, but the man that he sent has the same name as the king. And this man, those last words that he says, my father's, Hiram, my father's, it means that he's a master. It means that he's a journeyman. It means he's an expert. It means he's not the run of the mill. I've got all of these cunning men, but this is the master. You know, maybe if you was in the union and you was an electrician, maybe, Greg, they would say there's a master electrician. There's a journeyman electrician. This man is a master. This man has the knowledge and the cunning, and he is a master. Verse number 13. Verse number uh, 14. The son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre, 
skillful to work in gold and in silver and brass and iron and stone and timber and purple and blue and fine linen and crimson, also to grave any manner of gravings and to find out every device which shall be put to him with thy cunning men and with thy cunning men of my Lord David thy father. I tell you something. He got a whole lot more than what he asked for. He asked for a man to do a few little jobs uh, to work on and bring in glory to the house of God. But what Hiram sent him was a man that was so much more than what he asked for. I tell you, the Lord Jesus said this. He said, I'm going away. But he said, I'm going to send one. And he said, you think that there's been great works done? There's greater works going to be, be done, a friend, because I tell you, I'm going to send one that knows how to do all things. I'm going to send one who is an expert in every facet of building a house for God. It doesn't matter what powder the house of God it is, whether it's fine linen for the righteousness. It doesn't matter whether it's gold for the glory. It doesn't doesn't matter where, uh, whether it be the carvings or the gravings that glorify God. I'm going to send you one uh, that's able to do more than you can ask. And listen to what he says. He said, it doesn't matter what you ask. Oh, he said, what shall be if there be any manner of gravings? And to find out. Oh, listen to what kind of man this is. Uh, the, to find out every device which shall be put to him. You know what he said? You give him a job and he can do it. If there's a job needs to be done to build God a house, if there's a job needs to be done uh, down at the house of God that you're building, Solomon, you just tell the man. Now listen, he said, whatever you can imagine. That's what the word means. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says, out of every to find and to find out of every device which shall be put to him, whatever your thought, whatever your intention, whatever your vision, whatever it is that you have in mind for building a house of God, this man that I'm sending you is able to understand it, able to bring it to pass, able to execute whatever it is that is needful for building the house of God. I believe that this is a type of the Holy Spirit. You know, I I, I just like to refer this to you. In the book of Exodus, I believe it's chapter number 32 maybe, or 33, there's a man that works very similar in building the tabernacle that Moses was building. And the Bible said that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Beziel, I believe is his name. Beziel. Filled with the Spirit. But this man, this man is a type of the Spirit. This man is going to carry out and he is going to bring all that brings glory to the house of God. All of that wood, all of that huge stone, all of that gold, all of that iron, 
All of that is of absolutely no value if someone is not available to put it together and to bring it together to where it functions. Solomon has to bring all of this together uh, for there to be a house for God's presence to be in, a place for God to be worshipped in. I'll tell you this man, this man has come and friend, he can do more than you can ask. I believe Paul said over in the book of Ephesians, he is able to do it exceeding abundantly more than we are able to think or to ask. I tell you, thank God for the Holy Ghost. If there's going to be a church at Glady, if there's going to be a church at Oak Ridge, if there's going to be a church at Alexander, wherever there's a church, I tell you, we have to have the workings of the Holy Spirit that every member of the body can function as the head would want it to. There has to be a connection between the will of God and the work of the Holy Spirit a friend to bring about the action of the body. So what should the church pray for? I believe you're going to pray for these men. But what do I need? What do you need? You know, you can bow up if you want to. But I tell you, if the Holy Ghost doesn't work, there is no work done. With all that Solomon's got, with all that David has done, Without this man, without the working of the Holy Spirit, I tell you, friend, all that Solomon bought, he bought this work. He said, I'm going to send you 20,000 baths of oil. I'm going to send you wheat. I'm going to send you barley. You send me wood and send me a cunning man to put it all together. I'll tell you this, friend. Uh, God the Father has done a great work. Uh, God the Son has done a great work. Uh, but without the working of the Holy Spirit in my life and your life, what the Son has done shall not be applied to me without the working of the Holy Spirit. You can't build a house of God without this cunning man. There's no way to build God a house without the Holy Spirit. So, I'm going to send you a cunning man to find out every device, every thought, every imagination put to him. You put it to him. You give him a job. You assign it to him. He'll execute it. This is what the Bible says. Now you, you, you just think with me for a moment. The house was built by the riches of the Moabites, the Philistines, the Canaanites. Gold from Paravim. Gold from Ophir. Timber out of Lebanon. I tell you, there's just a little bit of it come out of Israel. But the Holy Ghost can bring it all together. On the day of Pentecost, it looked like that Israel was going to completely reject God. But on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came down, and those same that same group of men uh, that crucified the Son of God, I threw him by the preaching of the gospel and the working of the Holy Ghost. Not only in Peter's preaching, but also in them, their heart was pricked, their heart was moved, their heart was touched. The working of the Holy Ghost. There was three thousand people saved that day, and you know something? Uh, the Jews said, "This is for us, and this for alone, us alone." But I tell you, when 
when Peter went down to Cornelius' house, uh, friend, you know what happened down there? Uh, the Holy Ghost fell on them. And friend, you know what he brought in? He brought in the Gentiles. He brought in that that was foreign. He brought that in that was rejected by the religious crowd. He brought in, I tell you, thank God for the Holy Ghost and the grace of God how that can bring in a Ruth, can bring in a Tamar, I can bring in a Bathsheba, I can bring in that that the world would reject. I'll tell you the grace of God and the working of the Holy Ghost can build a church and it can build it out of material that the rest would reject. The world by wisdom rejected Jesus Christ. But by the working of the Holy Ghost, that same crowd that crucified Him said, what shall we do to be saved? Somebody's got to put it together. And it ain't Solomon. And it ain't David. I'm not saying that they didn't have a part. I tell you, God the Father had a part. God the Son had a part. But there is no finished work without the work of the Holy Spirit. If You know what brought me to salvation? I was thinking this afternoon. I tell you, God spoke to me quicker than you can bleach your eye. God brought me under conviction and told me and showed me I was going to hell. And I'll tell you what it was. It was a working of the Holy Spirit of God. You know, if it's all going to come together, the church has to have the Holy Spirit, don't we? Don't we have to have the working of the Holy Spirit? If you'd like to look with us in 1 Kings chapter number 7. Verse 13, And King Solomon sent and fetched Hiram out of Tyre. (laughs) And he was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in brass, and he was filled with wisdom and understanding and cunning, cunning to work all works in brass. And he came to King Solomon, and he wrought all his work. Don't miss that. Don't miss the fact that he finished before he ever left. That he finished the work for Solomon's house, everything that was on the plan, everything that there was to do, this man carried out and finished and wrought all of the work that Solomon had for him. And I'd like for you to just notice, he did many things You could read many things that he did. You could read in verse number 40 and following what he did. You could read over in 2 Chronicles from verse uh, chapter 4. All through that chapter you can see what he did. But let's just look at his first works. Verse number 15, 1 Kings chapter 7. He cast two pillars of brass of eighteen cubits high apiece, and a line of twelve cubits did compass either of them. I'll skip a verse or two. Verse number 21. He set up the pillars in the porch of the temple, 
And he set one, the right pillar, and he called the name thereof Jachin. And he set up the left pillar and called the name thereof Boaz. This is the first thing that this man that come out of Tyre built. This is the first thing that he set up. Listen to what it says. He set up the right pillar and he named the, the name of it Jackin. That word means he shall establish. The word Boaz means in him or in it is strength. What's he set up? What shall we be established and what shall we be strengthened by? Maybe you could read with us or listen in the book of Hebrews chapter number 13. Paul says this, Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace. What's going to be in this house of God? What's this house of God going to be strengthened and established on? I tell you the two pillars sitting in the front porch was be established and strengthened. Paul says in Hebrews 13.9, Be not carried away with divers and strange doctrines, for it is good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied thereof. You know something? I tell you, friend, there's no salvation in meats. There's no salvation in religion. There's no justification in religion. There's no justification, sanctification, no righteousness, but I tell you, in grace. Thank God you can be established in grace. You can build on grace. My friend, when you go by grace, I tell you where you're headed. You're headed into the house of God. When you go by grace, my friend, know this as well. We're strengthened. There is in Him is strength. A uh, friend, you know what you can be? I uh, tell you, established by the grace of God. A uh, friend, know this. In God, in Him, we live and move and have our being. I uh, tell you, it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do. You want to be strengthened? I uh, tell you, look into the grace of God. And if it is God who worketh in you, now think with me, it's God who worketh in you both to will and to do, who is that really? Is that God the Father? I tell you, that's the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, Jesus said, Obey my commandments, and my Father and I will come, and we will make our abode, we will come and dwell with you. I tell you that the Holy Ghost is just as much God as God the Father. He's just as much God as God the Son. You read it there a few minutes ago in them articles of faith about the Trinity. I'll tell you, friend, if there's going to be a house of God, it ought to be established and it ought to be strengthened on the working of the Holy Spirit and the grace of God. A friend, outside of the grace of God, you and I don't have anything to stand on. We're saved by grace. Saved by grace through faith, right? Isn't that right? For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. What's the gift of God? 
Your faith is a gift of God. Who's working in you? Who worked in you? I tell you who was working in me. I tell you who was bringing me into the house of God. Uh, friend, it was that one that come from a far country. It was that one. Uh, the word uh, means over in 1 Kings when he calls his name. It means a brother of the lofty one. <laughs> That's what it means. A brother of the lofty one. <laughs> I tell you, I'm happy. I'm happy that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are all three absolutely without question necessary for my salvation. Our friend and I to you, I am established on that. I am firm on that. I believe the Word of God. Paul said, I want you to be established. I want you to be able to walk on something firm. What is that? The, gra- the grace of God. It sure ain't by works, is it? You know, I heard the testimony of these two men in the flesh. Failures. Aren't you glad that you're not having to trust in your works? Are we saved and there's no works? Absolutely not. No. But your works are not why you're saved. And your works are not why the Holy Spirit of God works in you. I tell you what He's doing. Uh, The Holy Spirit of God is carrying out the work and the will of God the Father and God the Son. It is through and by the working of the Holy Spirit uh, that the house of God is built. You know, somebody breaks their back. There's a great possibility that he'll be paralyzed forever. The moment before their back was broken, their foot worked just fine, their knee flexed, they had strength in their legs, they could lift up their toes, but when that when that back, when that spinal cord was severed, there was no more working of the body. Though the head may be sending signals, though Christ may have a desire and a will, without the working of the Holy Spirit, that work and that desire of the head is not carried out unless there is a connection through and by the working of the Holy Spirit. You're the body. I'm the body. We're members in particular. And listen... He tells us in Corinthians that the manifestation... Maybe you can see what I'm trying to get at. I hope you can. I really do hope that you can. They're stones, folks. Great stones. The stones that Solomon put in the temple for the foundation. Now what's the foundation? In Ephesians, he said the foundation was built on the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. Right? Listen to back to Corinthians for just a moment. There are diverses of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. Now that doesn't mean every man in the world. 
That means every man in the church. That means everyone that is saved. That means every man that is a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Why? Why did Solomon call that man to come down there? I feel that Solomon was unable in himself to put it all together. Solomon was unable in himself. I believe this is a type and a picture of the Holy Spirit. Here is this man that come down and all that David provided, all of that gold, all of that silver, all of those stone, all of that stone that Solomon cut out of the mountains, all of that that they hewed, all of that that they polished. And you know something? When they put the house of God together, there was no sound of a hammer, no instrument of iron there. No, there was it was fixed. It was in order. Now listen, who's going to put it all together? This man right here. The Holy Spirit. And according to what Paul says to the church at Corinth, you know why you've been given the Holy Spirit? You know why God manifests? Listen, we should pray for the manifestation and the Spirit and the power of God in our own lives. And why should we? that the manifestation of the Spirit might be beneficial to all. I tell you that my little finger works for the body. My little finger doesn't work for itself. My hand does not work for itself. My hand works for the whole body. Uh, My arms work for the whole body. My feet work for the whole body. As God moves on you and the Holy Spirit of God moves on you and tells you to do, and friend, you've got that God working in you both to will, so there you've got a desire to do, uh, there you've got a knowledge to do, and also not only to will, but to do. He's also given you the ability through the Holy Spirit to bring to pass what God wills. For who? For the body. For the whole. So as a church, we should desire the Holy Spirit that my life... Now listen, Paul said, you know, in me is a desire to do good. But how do I perform that? I tell you, we need the working of the Holy Spirit, don't we? Don't we need a connection between the head? Don't we need a connection between the head and the toe? Don't we need a connection? I tell you, the one that's able to build the house of God, our friend, was this man that Hiram sent down. And friend, you say, well, uh, he was a Gentile. He sure was. And friend, most of the material that was in the house of God uh, was built out of foreign lands. And most of the people that are saved today, and most of the people that were saved in Paul's day, uh, were Gentiles. But you know God knows how to put it all together, don't you? That in the Lord, isn't it amazing that, that God can bring in the lineage of Jesus, Rahab the harlot. Not Rahab. Rahab the harlot. Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. God didn't leave any of that out. Amen. How in the world did Boaz have her? How did he have Ruth? There was somebody else could have had her. 
Oh, but it had messed up his inheritance, wouldn't it? But I tell you, grace, ladies and gentlemen, grace, friend, out is greater. Grace, ladies and gentlemen, can bring in a Ruth. Grace can bring in a Rahab. Grace can bring in a Bathsheba. Grace can bring in a Tamar. And the Holy Ghost knows how to bring it all together and it functions like it ought to. Solomon said, send me a man. Now remember this, that Solomon is the wisest man that ever has been. Isn't that right? But he said, send me a man to help me to build the house of God. I tell you, if that isn't the Holy Ghost, I don't know what is. Thank you for your attention. Hope this will help the church.